I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com. Post-practice Tuesday afternoon at Husky Stadium. Bright, sunshiny day. Temperature expected to be in the low 80s for those out of town. Myself, Scott Eklund, had a chance to talk with some of the coaches, some of the guys. Scott had a chance to talk to Brandon Wellington. We talked about his relationship and working with Kyler Manu at the other linebacker position. Levi Onwuzrike, he's excited to just hit somebody else not wearing purple. Coach Gregory talking about sometimes it's better just to not see film on certain guys. I'm sure that Eastern's quarterback is maybe part of that reason. Elijah Molden, he finished second in the uh, best hands in the room this year to Kyler Gordon. Talks a little bit about that. Excited to get the season started. Pete Kwiatkowski, defensive coordinator, really familiar with Eastern. He calls their quarterback a younger version of Vernon Adams and longtime Husky fans will remember what happened last time Vernon Adams was in Husky Stadium. Kyler Manu, maybe have the best mustache on the team. Are the other quarterbacks going to follow suit? Is that going to last all season? Talk a little bit about that. Also defensive corner, defensive back, Jimmy Lake. Cam Williams starting at safety. Kyler Gordon starting at a corner spot. Talks a lot about the young guys on the team, their first game. Some time that he spent at Eastern with some of those coaches and did he drive his car or his boat to practice today? That and more. Take a listen to the guys from Dogman.com live at Husky Stadium post-practice on Tuesday. Got Brandon Wellington here. We'll be the best in Pac-12. You and Kyler, as you mentioned, two guys that had to be patient, but Kyler especially had to wait for a chance to get on the field. How excited are you for him? Um, I mean, I'm excited. I feel like when we go out there, even in practice, I mean, I'm looking over. I'm like, I'm finally excited that he's finally out there and he's finally playing and embracing that role. And he's out there. I mean, he's handling his business. He's always had that. So, I mean, he knows the playbook in and out. He's been here longer than anybody on the defense. And so he's really like that veteran role that, I mean, we can all look up to. Have you seen him embrace a kind of leadership role for this group? Mm, for sure. I mean, I feel like for the most part in our group, a lot of the younger guys gravitate toward him because he's been here longer and he knows the ins and outs. And so, I mean, he's definitely taken on that leadership role and he's done it well. He, he was talking about the development of the relationship between the two of you. He said you were kind of quiet around each other at the yeah. beginning. What can you say about how that relationship developed? Um, I mean, for me especially, I mean, I feel like I'm a quiet person. And then, like, slowly but surely, I mean, we started <laughs> to open up to each other. And now, I mean, he's like a brother, exactly that. And we goof around. I mean, he's kind of like older brother. I mean, I get on his nerves more than he gets on mine. <laughs> but I feel like that's just how I am. But that's just how I, like, how I am. And I embrace you and I love him and he's my brother. How, did, how do you feel like that relationship was able to go from the quiet at the beginning to where you call him a brother now? Um, I feel like just being around each other more. Uh, I feel like at first I wasn't really, not me personally, but like I feel like as a freshman you're not really around the facility a lot. You're too busy trying to get ready for school and all this and that. But I feel like just being around him more and our unit more, that really allowed me to open up to him and him to open up to me. He mentioned that a lot of um, leading into this season was you two just kind of getting a feel for each other mm -hmm. on the field. How much of that is working together on the field and how much of it is outside of that? Um, I feel like that's 50-50. I feel like it has to be 50-50. I feel like when you're out there on the field, you have to have a feel of how your other backers playing or how your other D linemen's playing or just how the other position's playing to feel that so you can play well, so you guys can play well together. And especially off the field, just to see what somebody's work ethic's like. If they really want to do something or if they're lazy, I feel like that makes you respect the person a lot more and it builds that trust so you can really trust him to make his plays. Are you two putting in that extra work together? Mm -hmm. yeah. For sure, I feel definitely in the weight room after practice, we'll go in there. 
Uh, we'll always do some extra work here and there or in the film room. So, I mean, yeah. You said that you kind of maybe get on his nerves a little bit. What's his personality like uh, um, around? He's just, he's a welcoming person. Uh, he's just, that's just that, that's Kyler. He's just welcoming. He's funny. He always has a smile on his face. Um, he's energetic. He mentioned how much um, him and you learned from the guys that came before you. What are you trying to do for this next uh, group of guys that's coming up? Um, I mean, just that hopefully we leave something behind that they can look up to and they're like, oh, we followed this from Kyler and Brandon and hopefully that's something we leave behind. Is For me personally, I just want to leave a work ethic behind. Just come in here, attack every day like it's your last. Like no matter what, you're, something hard is going to happen to you. No matter what it is, adversity is going to hit you in some way or some form. Um, but just attack that. Just stay in it and trust it. And on the other side of that is a beautiful scene. How much of that did you learn from coming back from an injury and, and now being in this position? A lot. I feel like that's, that was mine. And uh, that injury really humbled me in a way. And it made me, it turned me into the man I am today. I feel like that was something that I needed to just really embrace this role and trust in the process and just come in here, rehab every day, and really just sit back, learn from the older guys, watch what's going on, learn the playbook, the ins and outs. And that was just a sign from God that he sent for me, and, I mean, I'm blessed to have it. Is there ever a moment where it almost seemed too difficult to get back, and what kind of got you through it? Uh, for sure. I feel like during that six weeks I was on my crutches, that was, like, the hardest time because you can't walk. You, that was something I definitely took for granted when I didn't tear my ACL was just walking. A lot of people don't take it or take it for granted, really. But that was just difficult. Um, crutching upstairs, crutching everywhere, really, was just a grind. And you get tired. You're just like, man, that's how I felt, at least. It was just, I don't know if I could get through this. But, I mean, you come in here every day, my brothers uplifted me. Um, they always brought me along with them. It wasn't like I was just sitting in my room in the dark. Like, not that typical story. But, I mean, they always welcomed me, and that's just how we are. I feel like when somebody's down, we pick them up. So we're not going to leave somebody hanging. And I mean, I thank my brothers a lot for it. Even if they don't know it, that's really a big thing to help me through it. Levi on Zurique. Kind of a level lower than you, even though they were in the uh, their, their championship game. But they're going to come in feeling like they're big underdogs and, and have something to prove. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we respect all teams, but we fear none. That's, that's what we talked about. Uh, that's a good team. We know it's a good team. doesn't matter if they're FSC or whatever, if they were in our if they're in our uh, conference, they probably do some damage there. So we're treating them like any other team. I know you're from Texas, but there's 43 guys on their team that I think are from the Puget Sound area. Uh, do do a lot of our guys know a lot of their guys? And is there some talk about personnel and stuff like that? Uh, we were just talking about actually like how you know a lot of people have friends or went to school with these guys. And I mean, I don't know about personal personnel, but I mean, I know you know people like Elijah. If he knows someone on the team, he's gonna tell. Like Welly or somebody, somebody who's guarding one of those players. But does, does that add an added little wrinkle to this game where it's just a lot of guys who know each other playing against each other? Not at all. I don't no. think so. It's still football at the end of the day. We're going to go with our the same plan, the same scheme we brought up. Yeah. Excited to make the start? Yeah, I'm ready to go for yeah. sure. Yeah, tell me what that's like to be in this role now compared to kind of rotating in off the bench. Uh, it's, it's a big role, you know, it's a little more nerve wracking, but you know. It's really all about that first play, just getting off fast that first play. Once you do that, you get more and more comfortable. But I've, you know, I started before, so I should go into it, you know, with a veteran mindset and whatnot. I don't think it'll be too much for me. I've got Coach Bob Gregory here, and Coach, uh, just wondering about uh, what you guys have seen on tape, how, how your linebackers are going to handle, because you got 
Eastern Washington's given you guys some fits in in the past. Yeah, yeah, they're a good they're a good team, and we do have our hands full. And um, to us, we just got to play as fast as we can with rules and great eyes, and and uh, hopefully keep them contained a little bit. I mean, but are there any specific things that you know that you guys are are going to have to really focus on? Well, it always comes out of fundamentals. We have to tackle in space. We got to play great coverage when we're in coverage, and we got to make sure we rush the passer when it's our time to do that. So there's always a lot of turnover on college football uh, rosters and everything like that, depth charts and all that kind of stuff. I think what a lot of fans want to know is how you guys prepare for, since you haven't have no film of these new guys, or at least in a starting role, how, how you guys prepare for what you don't, the unknown. Well, um, yeah, it's just, it's still just football. And so um, there's only so much offenses and defenses can do. And it's actually kind of fun to just go and play. And instead of being all maybe too much detailed in game plan, just cut your guys loose and let, and let them play fast. And hopefully that's what we'll do on Saturday. Some, sometimes it's a little bit easier. The, the less you know, the less you have to concern there's, yourself there's with. There's no bad. In, in, in my past, some of the best defensive games we played is when we really don't know. New coordinators, new head coach, and all that kind of stuff. Um, now we now we kind of have an idea, obviously, what these guys are going to do because they've been there and we know their new offensive coordinator. Um, but you got to go in and play fast and, and play by your rules. Um, are your guys flying around like you want to see them fly around and make plays but still manage to keep their rules? And yes, that fine line between being out of control but playing fast. Mm-hmm. I do. It's been a great spring all the way through summer and camp has been awesome. It's been mm-hmm. fun watching them grow. The leadership is there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, every year it seems – yeah, I get, ever since Shaq left, you know, it's been, oh, what do you do next year? What do you do next year? Our guys just keep going and reloading and playing fast. It's fun. You've been coaching for a while now. Are you trying to say I'm old? What are you trying to say? <laughs> um, do you still get something maybe, I don't want to say jitters, but just excitement in your head before, like going into week one? Yeah, I would not do this if I didn't. Um, there is nothing like to me about my college football, especially here in Husky Stadium. Um, kickoff time at noon, college football should be. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I think we're all going to have a little bit of jitters. And once that thing's kicked off, then we're just playing and having fun. You liking that noon kickoff? What's that? You said you liking that noon kickoff? That's your, that's your optimal window right there? Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to see what we can do on kickoff, that's for sure, yeah. Have you ever coached a morning game, 9 a.m., 10 a.m.? Um, I've coached early games. I don't think I've ever coached a... I don't think I've ever coached anything before noon. I know, because that's... Oh, I take that back. I think we played Air Force when I was at Cal very early. Don't, but I just remember it was early. Does that affect your game routine, your pregame routine? No, we just move everything up. Everything stays the same. We just move it up. So do you remember when wake-up time for that was? was it like? I don't, but it was early. I think, I think it was something like 6.30 or something like that. I so. They've been floating that idea, I know, the higher-ups, those 9 a.m. kicks. Is that something that you want to see, maybe? Or is that something that it's almost too early? Um, I don't know. I really haven't thought about it too much. I'd be the only thing I'd be concerned about, just like our very late games, if it's good for the fans, if they show up. You know, sometimes it's so late for families, it's hard to show up. I can see sometimes too early it might be hard to show up. So I've got Elijah Molden here, and Elijah, you know, this is your third season uh, coming in. Is it hard to believe that you're already three seasons into this thing for you? It is. It goes by so fast. I mean, even this fall camp, like the days are long, but and you looking back, it, it goes by in the blink of an eye. So. so, where did you finish in the best hands in the room? I know Kyler won it, but what, you you were close like last year twice, I think. Weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was second. I was tied with a couple of dudes for second. Oh, this year. So yeah. you, what, you got five or four? Uh, I think he had five. I had four. A couple other dudes at four. Okay. So, do you feel like? You guys were able to turn the ball over a little bit more because I know that was a focus last season and you guys didn't get that many. So 
has that been a focus for you guys? Yeah, um, this fall camp we had the most turnovers than any other fall camp since I've been here. So I think that's just because of the, the emphasis we've had on it. And then practice execution becomes game reality, like like the coaches say. So hopefully they'll carry over. So just talk about where you feel like you guys are. I mean, you, you've been watching film of Eastern Washington and preparing for them. Do you feel like, obviously you have confidence in what you're doing, but do you feel like you know what those guys are going to throw at you and it's just about a matter about ex- uh, execution? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, like the amount of film we have and the amount of time we have, we feel pretty prepared. Um, they got a new offensive coordinator from Central Washington, and they also have a coach who likes to call some plays. So we've been watching film on both of them, and, and we're just ready. How ready are you to just go hit somebody with a different colored jersey yeah. on? I'm so ready. I mean, like it goes by fast like we were talking about, but, I mean, shoot, I'm itching just to hit someone, make some plays. All right. Thanks a lot, Elijah. Have a good one. Defensive coordinator Pete Kwiatkowski. Is this your most favorite part of the day post-practice yeah, meeting with the I media? wake up every morning and go, oh, it's Tuesday Whatever day it is, it's media day. I love it. What do you remember about uh, your days back at Eastern? Oh, yeah. Eastern? Uh, that was great times. Um, you know, small, Cheney's an awesome little town. Um, it, was, it was early in my career, and um, it was just me, my wife, and our oldest daughter, who's now married. And so it was, it was a while ago, but good relationships, good friends, and um, it was an awesome experience. Challenges for this week? The quarterback. Um, he's a, he's the guy that stirs the drink. He makes him go. Um, very athletic. Um, you know, you know if we we could get a good pass rush and he can make you look stupid. Um, so we got to do a good job of just uh, playing with good leverage. Keep keep uh, get, getting numbers on him when he's scrambling. Um, and then you know he's obviously he's got a, he's been very productive throwing the ball. So um, yeah, he's 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 the the number one focus. And then always with the run game. I know, I know Coach Best, uh, he was the center when I was coaching there, and I know what he's all about and how he is, and their, their O-line's tough and nasty just like he was, and they're gonna, they, they want to run the ball. They want to pound it. First game of the season, I know there's always some nervousness, yet excitement. What are you nervous about? What are you excited about? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, it's a new year. See how these guys, um, like they've all gotten better. Now it's time to go show it. And so I want to see those guys go out there, um, play fast, play physical, and, and play smart, and, um, and make plays. And so um, all the work they put in, in the weight room, in practices, in the film room, it's time, Saturdays are time to shine, so can't wait to see those guys just go cut it loose. Kyler Gordon, best hands in the room, Tell us, uh, and he's yeah. listed as a starter. Tell us what you're seeing out of Kyler that we may not be seeing. Um, Kyler's just... Um, you know, he, he's a guy that can make the uh, the easy play look like wow, and then, then the wow play look easy. And um, he's just he's really athletic. Um, you know, he just he needs to go out there and show what he can do that he's been doing, you know, since spring and in the fall. And um, yeah, it's gonna be fun to see him go too. What do you remember about the the 2014 game, your guys' first um, season here? Yeah, I remember scoring. a lot of. Deep balls. Uh, we were man, a lot of man coverage, and uh, we um, I remember, you know, it was Kevin. I mean, Peters got got uh, beat a couple times. Um, Vernon scrambling around and making plays with his feet. Um, um, yeah, it was uh, started out 21-0, and then they, you know, they they had belief. They were good, they were a good squad, and um, they threw the ball downfield and made plays. Vernon has, has said he thinks that. 
barrier could be even better than than he was. Do, do you see that? Do they do similar things? Are they yeah, similar players at all? Totally. Yeah. Um, he's he's uh, uh, Eric's extremely quick. I mean, he's from uh, he's from my area. Um, he went to the same high school as Greg Gaines, and yeah, that guy's uh, that guy's electric. Yeah, very much so. Linebacker Kyler Manu was big for me these last several years. What's your support system gonna be like? Do you have like a lot of family going on Saturday, or what's that gonna be like? Yeah, yeah. My parents, my parents come to every game now, okay. so they, they just told me they booked all their flights and everything. But you know, being pretty much every Utah game because I'm from Idaho. So when we go down to BYU, I'll have 20, 30 family members going to that, and then Apple Cup will be a lot of people too. Uh, most importantly, where did the mustache come from? Uh, I've I've always had a mustache during camp, and then. You know, Ben was always, like, teasing me, like, I should keep it. And so there's a bunch of us now, like, MJ Tafisi, Jackson Sermon. Like, we're all just just going to grow it out. So, But mine's definitely the thickest and the darkest. So, <laughs> When you have so many new faces on this defense, do you expect that there's going to be almost like a feeling out period? Or how big is that to start fast on Saturday? I think we've always, we've always lost guys over the years. And our defense always just reloads. And there's really no drop-off. So... That's the ex expectation going into Saturday that we're going to be an elite defense, stopping the run, number one defense in the Pac-12. So that's all, that's always been our mindset, and that will never change. What jumps out on film do you when looking at Eastern? Uh, they got a fast quarterback. Their quarterback is, he can run, and but just knowing that their OC came from Central, we've been watching a lot of Central tape and Eastern tape from last season. But they got a veteran O-line, so they know what they're doing. They have a really good center, and. Yeah, just hopefully we can keep that quarterback what's most contained. What's your most important responsibility for Saturday? Uh, just making plays, flying to the ball, owning my, my, my job every play, and not making mental breaks. And hopefully then it'll be a clean game for me in the defense. Starting first game at home, what's mm -hmm. that mean? It means a lot. It's my last season. I have seven games here at Husky Stadium left, and I'm going to enjoy every single moment I have, every practice, every game. Every meeting, just have fun here. I saw your recruiting profile those years back. You were at like 195 pounds or something. You've settled a lot, a lot. Yeah. Have your, I mean, does it feel natural now? Yeah. The, the, yeah, kind of, feel, the weight and the frame that you're at. Yeah, I feel good. I feel really good where I was. I, I've, I've dropped a couple now. I weighed in at like 245 today. So, but no, I feel comfortable. I feel good at this weight. Just kind of what's it been like? Biding your time since you've been here, waiting for this this opportunity to start for the first time. Uh, it's definitely been a journey. I've had my highs, had my lows, but I'm really happy I stuck it out. I'm a firm believer that there's no other place like Washington where you can have this experience with these fans, Coach Pete, and just the teammates, the brotherhood we have in that locker room. It's just it's been awesome over these last five years. So, first of all, tell me about this Eastern team. I remember your second game here in 2014. You were just a young secondary coach back then. Now yep. you're the OG defensive coordinator, but Vernon Adams comes in here and goes oh, yeah. bananas. And how much has this offense changed from coach to coach, quarterback to quarterback? Yeah, no, I mean, the offense has changed, but I think what hasn't changed is um, they've obviously been one of the best teams in America. Um, mm -hmm. They've gone to national championship after national championship. They've won conference titles. Um, they have produced draft picks. And so this has been a, it's been a, a, a team that's just been very, very successful really for the last couple of decades. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, we're, we're, we're facing a team that was in the, in the national title game last year. 
uh, that played against a really good North Dakota State team and, and got second in the country. Mm -hmm. And so we have a fierce opponent coming in here this Saturday. Talking to Levi about the first couple snaps of that game, first time in nine months he's hitting somebody and not wearing a gold helmet. And he says it's kind of nerve-wracking the first couple plays and then they things kind of calm down. How about for you guys as coaches for the first time out there on Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch these guys play against somebody else. Yeah. I mean, we've been going, <laughs> we've been battling against our offense, you know, all spring long and, you know, all training camp long. Um, you know, they know our defense and we know the offensive plays that are getting run at us. So it's going to be fun to go against somebody else. I think our, our guys are, are ready to, to hit somebody else. Uh, and some new faces the fans will see out there, including Cam Williams, uh, starting at safety. Talk about why you have so much confidence in this, in this guy as a freshman. Yeah, you know, he, um, it really started way back when we were recruiting him. Mm -hmm. uh, we had him in a camp down in Redlands, and he really uh, just picked up our drills really, really, really fast. Some of our scheme that we were teaching in that camp really fast. So that really caught our attention. Then finally when we got him signed and he came here early in the spring, he made a lot of plays for us in the spring and mm -hmm. continued that into, into fall camp. But now now comes the real stuff. Now yeah. comes the real game with, uh, with, the, with the real lights flash on everybody. And, you know, no one's going to play perfect, and we don't expect guys to play perfect, but we want them to play hard, play fast, and um, I think he'll do that. Jimmy, how does the depth in the secondary compare to what you had, for example, in 16, where you had the established guys, Buda, Kevin, mm -hmm. Sidney, and then guys like Joyner, Miller, Taylor Rapp behind them, maybe not the obvious household names yet at mm -hmm. the top of the mountain, but how does this depth compare to what you had like three years ago? Yeah, I think we're still we're still trying to produce that depth. Yeah. I think we have some talented players that haven't played that haven't played football. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got a lot of guys that have uh, this Saturday is going to be the first college football game. Um, we have a lot of guys where this Saturday is going to be their first non-red shirt game where right. they're playing all their games. Um, but, you know, then we have some established veterans like uh, Miles Bryant, Elijah Molden, Brandon McKinney, uh, Keith Taylor. So we have some guys that have played a lot of football and have made some critical plays for us. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good balance. But we need to continue to produce that depth as the season wears on. And then maybe also a surprise to some, Josiah Bronson over Benning on the depth chart, mm -hmm. or the seating chart, I guess, as yeah. Coach Peterson likes to call it. Talk about Josiah and, and what he brings to this football team. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's played really well for us, really uh, in a you know more of a role player last year, played a lot this spring and then this fall camp. But Benning's going to play a lot of football for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if anybody paid attention to our defensive line, we rotate those guys a lot. Yep. I mean, it's really like a a committee approach, um, not not like the way we do it in the back end a little bit, where guys may play 70 plays. Mm -hmm. um, those guys are going to, you know, Benning's going to probably play more than half the game, I'm sure. So right. Benning's going to be a really good player for us. He's been a really good leader for us, and so expect him to play a lot of football. Do you have a gut feel for what this defense will be able to do this year, or is there a part of you that's kind of curious starting on Saturday to see what these guys can deliver? Yeah, I mean, we're... We're very excited about what we've done in practice. Mm -hmm. We still have a lot of things we got to clean up, just like today. We made a few mistakes, and now we're going to go in there and clean it up. Um, but I am excited to watch uh, some of these guys go out there and play their first college football game. We have a lot of confidence in them. We know they're fast enough. We know they're tough enough. Now they just got to trust their keys and go make plays. Yeah, great stuff, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Alfie. Go dogs. What's it like um, playing at Eastern and you're going to play a Pac-12 team, an FBS team? Yeah, um, trying to think. I don't. I guess. Well, I did coach. I didn't play. I was a co. I was a coach at Eastern Washington. We went and played Oregon State. Um, so I am. I guess way back when that was actually my first year coaching. Way back in two thousand. So you're gonna have to let me recollect here what my feelings were. I mean, really, it, it's it's um, probably a feeling of you have nothing to lose. You know, you're you're going into the game and you're feeling like we want to show these guys that we can play with you. Um, I think that's always uh, that was the case when I was at Eastern Washington. 
Um, you know, we wanted to uh, play at the highest level and, and show, you know, show our families and our friends that we can play at the highest level. And so we know we're going to have a fierce opponent on our hands this Saturday that plays already big-time football. I mean, this, this Eastern Washington team goes to the national title game, it seems like, every other year. They're either taking first or taking second, and they're winning Big Sky every single year, which I think is the best FCS uh, conference in the country. And so this is going to be uh, – this is also going to be an opponent that's beaten Pac-12 teams in the past, uh, has beaten Oregon State, has beaten Wazoo, and uh, obviously uh, took us to the brink the last two times we played them, <laughs> once while we were here and once while the, the last half was here. And so, I mean, the story is we have a big-time opponent coming in here. Uh, they're going to try to beat us just like we're going to try to beat them. Coach Best has said uh, his current quarterback, Barrier, is kind of a younger version of Vernon Adams. Yeah. Is the mobility, is it the calm in the pocket, extending plays, is that the comparison? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you're seeing a very athletic guy uh, that can extend plays. But also quarterback design runs where he's going to get the ball and you better account for him. Um, but a guy that also can throw darts, that can can sit in the pocket and is accurate and, and can throw the intermediate, short, and the long and the long throws. And so he's still a young quarterback for those guys. But I see all the similarities. A guy that's slippery in the pocket. Um, we're going to have a we're going to have a, a, a tough battle on our hands. Aaron told me you're one of the guys who showed him the Eastern Washington way around campus and what. What is the mindset? What has he changed maybe from Kramer to Baldwin to now? Well, big question. I mean, I got so much respect for for Coach Best. We played together, obviously, and um, he was that guy that you always wanted on your team. He was tough. He was nasty. Played through the whistle, <laughs> not to the whistle. He played through the whistle. He was a leader, and uh, you see the same characteristics with his with his football team. I think all three phases are going to play tough, nasty, and they're going to compete all the way to the end, just like just like Coach Best. Does the offensive line coach in him show through in this group he oh, has up front? There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Those guys are road graders. Uh, they love to establish the run. They got a well-designed run game. Then obviously when you when you throw in there, the quarterback is a, is a quarterback design run that even make you know makes our plate very very full of things that we have to deal with. What's your biggest apprehension going into the first game? Is it just the minor mistakes that occur naturally? I think the biggest you know it's, it's stuff that we always talk about in the first game. Just like you probably saw um, the first college football game last Saturday, it comes back to tackling because now you're you're tackling for real. You know we don't get to tackle live very much. It comes down to turnovers. Uh, you know, teams just saw a lot of turnovers in that first Pac-12 game last week, you know, Hawaii and Arizona, and then special teams. We don't do a lot of live special teams. And so those three things right there, you're always um, kind of got your antenna up, making sure those things are, are, are dealt with appropriately. What's the, what's the feeling like for a guy like Kyler Manu who's been here for four years and for him to be going into his first start? And, and what did he really do to kind of solidify that spot? Yeah, I mean, a veteran guy that um, – you know, start off playing with a bunch of teams for us and then, you know, a backup role for us over the years. But now here's a player that's heard this defense over and over and over. He gets a line quick. He makes the adjustments. He started making plays this spring, carried over into fall camp. Uh, so you're seeing a player that's really beginning to play like a senior. Now he still has to go do it uh, on, on, you know, these real games here coming up. But he's put all the work in to put himself in position to, to play like a senior. You Sorry, you rotate a lot of guys back in the backfield. You've got um, Kyler Gordon listed as number one mm -hmm. at uh, one side on the corner, one best hands of the room. It looked like the battle between him and Dominic Hampton was probably pretty close. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about Kyler, best hands in the room, and how are Kyler and Dominic different out there? 
Yeah, uh, I think both those guys um, have had productive off seasons. They both obviously registered last year. They played really good in their four games last year. Um, and Dom's going to play a lot of football. He's going he's gonna to be playing on Saturday too. So uh, we, just like you said, we rotate a lot of guys. We have a lot of sub, sub packages where you're going to see Dom playing. You're going to see Kyler Gordon playing. And, I mean, you're going to see the young Trent McDuffie out there playing. You're going to see a lot of guys playing. Um, I think all of them, um, we got to go see how they're going to react when – when we're playing a real game now, this isn't this isn't spring football anymore. This is not the fall scrimmage. This is going to be live bullets, and um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch these guys uh, how they perform. Those you guys haven't had a real chance to look at those two. How are they different, Kyler and Dom? Oh, you know, we, we I think it still remains to be seen. We got to see. They haven't played a lot of football. They haven't started. Neither of them have started a game at corner. So I'll answer that question probably at the end of the year. I can give you more of an assessment. Um, they're both hungry to be great. And, um, you know, they both have the attributes that we love at corner. So now we're going to see who's going to make the plays out here in a real game. Veterans are always a good thing. How comforting is it to have Elijah Molden out there? Yeah, I mean, Elijah Molden, Keith Taylor, uh, Miles Bryant, I mean, those three guys right there, they've been unbelievable leaders for the room. Um, they've, been a, they've done a really good job of bringing those young guys along, the guys that redshirted and then the true freshmen that are expected to play. And so it's been, it's been really cool because they used to be the young guys and they had all those other guys kind of, you know, helping them, ushering them in as young pups, and and now they're the they're the old vets. You mentioned that the 2014 game against Eastern, your guys' first year here. Just curious, what your your sort of lasting memory is from from that day? Whew. Well, that we barely escaped and got a win. I remember that, um, and that was a talented team. Speaking of Eastern Washington, that was a talented team that came in here, and um, they made a bunch of plays on us. And thankfully, our offense made one more play than they did. Um, I mean, that's my. I tried to block that game out of my head as much as I can. That was a. Uh, that was a. Uh, yeah, that was a tough one, obviously on defense. You had a, a lot of NFL guys in the secondary yeah. that day who were really young, playing yeah. like their second career game. Buddha and those guys. Yeah. Did, did did they learn from from that game in particular? Do you think? Oh yeah, I think we all did. I mean, we had a lot of players on that team, and I mean, we had I think three first round draft picks that were starting in that game, and we gave up 52 points. I mean, we had Danny Sheldon, we had Shaq Thompson. Marcus Peters, and then just like you mentioned, we had true freshmen and Sidney Jones and Buda Baker, and, and the list goes on and on. Uh, but we were real young in our our philosophy on defense, what we're doing on defense. That was only our second game of implementing what we're doing, and uh, we had a lot of young players, and um, we've definitely grown a lot since then. I'm curious your opinion of what you've seen from the uh, freshman inside linebackers when you got Tupatala and Himui yeah. and Mickey Ayu. Yep. Which of those guys have kind of stood up throughout camp? Yeah, I mean, all talented guys. I think uh, you got to throw in there, uh, you know, Junior Tafisi, uh, who redshirted last year. He's He's been making a bunch of plays. Um, I think definitely expect him to uh, be making some plays for us down here uh, come, uh, shortly. But they're all athletic guys that are learning the defense. Um, that were a couple of those guys that you mentioned will will get out there and, and they'll they'll see a handful of reps. How has Jackson Sermon, another guy, sort of mm -hmm. progressed throughout camp here? Yeah, really good. I mean, similar to Junior Tafisi, same class, guys that are really going into their second year now of like understanding the defense. So I think those two guys you mentioned there, Junior and Jackson, will be guys that you'll see out there playing. Um, and it's really it's kind of it's almost the same answer of all you know the Kyler Gordon and Dom Hampton. Yeah. You, you, we got to we got to see what they're going to do when it's a real game. I mean, it's all fun and games when we're in practice, and they're making plays, they're messing up messing up plays. But now, okay, here we go. It's a real game. You mess up now, how you're going to react? Or you you're playing really really good, and and then you then you mess up now, how you're going to react? 
And so um, we got to see how the guys are going to perform under the lights. Did you drive the car or the boat to work today? It's all boat. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, all car now. All car now. <laughs> no boat.